in his word. I'm Joseph. And last week, man, we talked about the, the coming of the Holy Spirit. We talked about the healing of the man at the pool. He was sick. His bed was just sitting at the pool of Bethesda for 38 years. He was sick. He was full of sin and full of nasty diseases or whatever he had. And Jesus told him to take up your bed and walk. And he walks. He walks. He takes his bed. He goes into the water and then it stirs up. The water stirs up and he's healed. And Jesus goes back to the synagogue and he sees him. And and he tells him, hey man, don't sin anymore. Lest something worse can happen to you. Oh wow, what a what a trip. Jesus came and he healed him. And we talked about the healing and how God wants to heal your life. We talked about that. But now we're going to get into where God is declaring himself to be not only a father, but the son and the Holy Spirit. And that's what the book of John is really about. It's about healing and it's about Jesus claiming the deity and being equal with God in authority. And so as we continue to read John chapter 5, we go on and we, and we read about His authority and how He is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. It's amazing. because. And so we went on, man, and we talked about that. Lord God, Jesus, help us, Father. Understand your word, Lord. Come, Jesus, by your Holy Spirit. In your name, Jesus, amen. Welcome, you guys. Welcome back to Growing in His Word. I'm Joseph. Wow, what a, what a tribute we're going to see today, how Jesus has equality with God and authority. And we talked about that in verse 21 we left off. And it says that, listen to this, because we're going to get into the Holy Spirit and how it operate, how the Holy Spirit operates with Jesus. Listen, I'm excited, man. <laughs> For as the Father, listen, raises the dead and gives life to them, even so the Son gives life to who He will. And that is the most important part that we talk about. Believers, please, hear me. God wants to give you life. But you're not going to be able to hear God's calling unless you're born again of the Holy Spirit. And we talked about that with Nicodemus. And this is going to be radical. Listen, man, I'm excited. For the Father judges no one. But listen to this, man. But has committed all judgment to the Son. He's given, look, he's establishing himself now with the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Verse 23 says that all should honor the Son just as they honor the Father. He who does not honor the Son does not honor the Father who sent him. So now he's telling him, listen, you guys need to, you need to honor me. Respect me. I'm God. I'm your Father. And they're thinking, no, you're not, man. The Jews were blind. And Jesus came to open their eyes. And not only their eyes, but the eyes of the world. People always, you know, they got to pick on the Jews. You know, the Jews, the Jews, the Jews, the Jews. It's not just the Jews, man. It's everybody. It's all human. It's everybody that wants Jesus that doesn't know Jesus. They need to understand that Jesus is the Messiah. And verse 24 says, Most assuredly I say to you, He who hears my word and believes in him who sent me has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment. Listen to this. But it's passed from death into life. Period. Listen, we're going to be judged, man. Even though it says we're not going to be judged. Listen to this. It's simple. You see, 
a non-believer is going to be judged. But judgment to decide a person's eternal destiny is no longer possible. For the one, listen to this, for the one who has already been given eternal life. Now, however, all believers will stand before the judgment seat of Christ. Romans 14.10 says it in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 10. But it says, not for punishment of sin, but to determine inheritance in the Messiah's kingdom. So this verse is explaining that just because Christ gave us life, I mean, we're going to have to stand before Him. And it's important. But if you're a believer, you don't have to be judged knowing that you're going to try to like get burned in hell. God's not going to send you to hell. You know, you go to church sometimes and you hear the pastor, you're going to burn in hell, you're going to burn in hell. Man, I went to a church one time and it was, it was scary. <laughs> you know, the guy... The pastor came up to me and he said, you know, you're not right with God and you're going to burn in hell. Wow, because I said, damn it. And that is a bad, that was, wow, it was like amazing. I, you forgive me. And I wasn't even really, really walking with the Lord. I mean, there's dams everywhere. They hold water. They hold, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying? But geez, come on, man. Let's quit being legal here. We're sinners. Wow, Amazing. But I want to tell you something because it's important. It's very important, believer. I'm speaking to you because the Holy Spirit is going to show you something that you've never seen before. It's coming. You guys listen to this. It's coming. This is amazing. We're going to get into this. I'm, I am pumped. I am so pumped. I am very pumped. Verse, listen to this. Verse 24 talks about, I say to you, most assuredly, I say to you, he who hears my words and believes in him who sent me, has everlasting life and shall not come into judgment. Believers are not going to come into judgment, but is passed from death into life. You can rest assured that you, if you die today and you're a believer, you're going straight to heaven. But as surely I say to you, the hour is coming and now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son of God and those who hear will live. He's talking about Revelations, man. Revelations talks about, it gets into the end time the end times, and we'll get into that later when we get into Revelations. I want to stick to this because the time is short, and I want to get into the facts. Because this is amazing. Satan wants to try to blind you. And, and, and I want you to understand that Jesus Christ is the Father, and He's the Son, and He's the Holy Spirit. And the hour is coming, man, because Christ is going to give spiritual life, man. And He's going to give physical, He'll, you know... It'll be physical. Check this out. Christ gives lies, okay? Christ gives lies. He doesn't give lies. He gives life. Christ can give life because he himself possesses life. Now, now pay attention, note takers. He not only has part, he, has a, he, he does not only has a part in giving it, but listen, he is the source of it. So this is another testimony to Jesus Christ's deity. Because only God has life in himself. And so, so Christ not only gives spiritual life now, but he will give physical life later. And so there's two separate resurrections in Revelations chapter 20 talks about. So the resurrection of life and the resurrection of condemnation. Now, it goes on to talk about other stuff, but we don't want I want to get into what's really, really in this chapter right now, we'll get into Revelations later, 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 because this is really important. 
Church, I'm excited because this chapter is dedicated to you. This chapter is so radical that it, it reaches out to the lost, but it reaches out to the people who are craving for God's love and mercy and word. Jesus is talking about to the Israelis and the, and, the, and the Jews and the Pharisees and the hypocrites and all the sinners. He's saying, listen, come to me. Look at me. Look at me. Not man, but look at me and worship me. I am the Father, I am the Son, and I am the Holy Spirit. And what does man search for nowadays? They search for eternal salvation, right? Right. How do we get it? Jesus is saying, come to me, all you who thirst, and you will not thirst anymore. He told the woman at the well we talked about. She was, she had all these guys, man, and Jesus was reading her mind. And she was like, oh, you're the prophet. No, I'm, I'm more than the prophet. I'm Jesus Christ. I'm God, he said. And he said to her, if you, want, if you want some water, I'll give you the water. You'll never thirst again. He's talking about everlasting life, salvation. In Hebrew, it's the hatikva. It's the hope. It's, he witnessed to her. He became uh, her God. And that's what I'm saying. He said, I'll give you everlasting life. But I say to you that the hour is coming. Now is when the dead will hear the voice of the Son. So when God comes back, they're going to raise, man. For the Father has life in Himself, so He has granted the Son to have life in Himself. There it is, the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. People skip this up. Believers, don't skip it. Next time you see someone on a bicycle, say, listen, it says in John chapter 5, verse 20, For as the Father has life in Himself, so He has granted the Son to have life in Himself and has given Him authority to execute judgment. Prophets can't execute judgments. God executes judgment. Also because He is the Son of Man. And do not marvel. Don't laugh. Sometimes I'll chuckle. <laughs> it's not funny. It's not, it's, there's no laughing matter here. You know, Jesus is God and he, well, he loves you. He says, don't marvel at this. For the hour is coming in which all who are in the grave will hear the voice and come forth. Can you imagine? Like dead people rising. It's crazy, man, but it's it's gonna happen. For those who have done good to the resurrection of life, and those who have done evil to the resurrection of condemnation. So if you're not a born again, if you don't believe in Jesus and you're laughing, you're gonna be condemned. But if you're a believer, you won't enter into that judgment. You're going to enter into God's grace and mercy and love. Because it says in verse 30, I can of myself do nothing. As I hear, I judge. And my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. Wow. Three and one. Oh, my Lord. I hope we have time to cover this because this is going to be radical. You guys, John chapter 16 is so smoking on fire. You're going to love this. Listen to this. So many funerals I've done. And I've read this. And they're just looking at me like, what's this guy talking about? Man, the dead are going to rise and this and this and that. Jesus. I mean, one guy got up and said, I'm out of here, man. I'm scared. I said, you don't got to run away, man. Come over here. Sat back down and gave his life to Christ. People don't, they don't read. If you don't read your Bible, how are you going to grow? Church, note takers, podcast listeners, you need to read your Bible because 
When you read, you start to grow. And when you start to grow, God starts to mold you into His image. And listen to this. People are going to hate you for it. They're going to say, Ooh, nasty. Look at this guy. He's a Jesus lover. You ever go to you ever go somewhere and you're happy and you're smiling and you know I walked up to this guy to I can't say where because so they'll probably sue me. <laughs> We're living in the last days. Oh, he said he said, uh, and the guy was like, "Why are you so happy, man? Why why are you gonna wipe that smile off your face?" People can't stand dark uh, uh, the light because they're in darkness. John said it. Men love evil because they're in the darkness. You you show a light to them and they and they, they they run they they hide. Listen, believers, be the light. They hated you. Jesus said they hated me. Listen, if the world hates you, you know that it hated me before it hated you. If you were of the world, the world loves its own. The world would love its own. Listen, this is Jesus Christ's words. Look, I'm reading them in red. Yet because you are not of the world, but I chose you out of the world. Listen, Jesus chose you. Isn't that special that he chose you? And you you might be thinking, how could he choose me? I'm, I'm, I'm a loser. No, you're not a loser. Jesus loves you. I don't know what you're going through right now, but Jesus does. You're going through a divorce. You're hurting. Jesus says, look, I'm here for you. You, you. You're mad because you didn't get what you wanted? Jesus says, stop it, I'm here for you. Therefore, the world hates you. John 15, verse 18 goes down all the way to 20. It says, remember the world that I said to you. The, the world, the, remember, remember the word that I said to you. Listen, Jesus spoke it. He said, a servant is not greater than his master. If they persecuted me, they will also persecute you. If they kept my word, comma, they will keep they will keep yours also. But all these things they will do to you for my name's sake, because they do not know him who sent me. If I had not come and spoken to them, they would have no sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Jesus came here, he died for our sins. He who hates me, listen, he hates my father also. There we go. Three in one. Let me read that again. No excuse for their sin. Verse 23. He who hates me hates my father also. He said it. I had not done among them the works which no one else did. They would not they would have no sin, but but now they have seen and also hated both me and my father. But this Happen when the word might be fulfilled. Believers, listen. The Bible says that which is written in their law, they hated me without a cause. But then the helper comes. Here comes the most important radical part. And this is where I was excited. Here comes the helper, the Holy Spirit. Oh my Lord, I'm excited. Here we go. Listen, I'm going to read this to you. It says, the verse 30 says, I can myself do nothing as I hear I judge. And my judgment is righteous because I do not seek my own will, but the will of the Father who sent me. If I bear witness of myself, my witness is not true. There is another who bears witness of me, and I know that the witness which he witnessed of me is true. Verse 33 says, You have sent to John, and he has borne witness to the truth, yet I do not receive testimony from man. He don't need man. He don't need man. He wants, listen, he wants, listen. 
He wants your soul. Oh, let's just get straight to the point. Jesus came for one thing only. A relationship with you. He wants your soul, man. <laughs> yeah, you ever see those movies where the guy wants to be a rock star and he says, I'll sell my soul for rock and roll. <laughs> no, man, it doesn't work that way. Jesus said, I came for one thing. It's your soul. The Hebrew word for the soul is nefesh. Soul to soul. Nefesh but nefesh. Listen. Yet I do not receive testimony from men, but I say these things that you may be saved. He wants us to be saved. He's the burning and shining lamp, and you were willing for a time to rejoice in his light. John was that light. He was the he was the light. He wants us to be the light, church. He wants us to be he wants us to get out there and spread his word and his love. He wants us to tell people how much that we love him. He wants us to show people how much we love him. He wants us to talk to people. He wants us to grow with people. He wants us to share his word and his love. Man, it's it. I don't know about you, man, but it's getting more darker outside. Take a look at 1955. It was, it, it's from, take 1955, take 1945. To, to now, it's 75 years later. Wow. Do you see? Stop and think to yourself. What is this world becoming? How much time do we have left? You were 10 years old, remember? And now you're what, 40, 50, 60, 70? It's going fast, fast, man. Life's going fast. We got to line up our, 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 our salvation for the kingdom and, and be a witness for God because if we don't, who will? We need a witness for the works of Christ. We don't have to work our way, but we got to be the light. And so it says this, man, in verse, in verse 36, it says, But I have a greater witness that, than John's. For the works which the Father has given me to finish. Listen, the, the very works that I do bear witness of me that the Father has sent me. And the Father himself who sent me has testified to me. You have, enough, you have neither heard his voice at any time nor seen his word, nor has seen his form. Listen to this, verse 38. But you do not have his word abiding in you, because whom he sent him... Who he sent him you do not believe. He's talking to the Israelis, the Jews, the Hebrews. He's talking to the Pharisees. He's talking to the Ethiopians. He's talking to the Spanish. He's talking to the Chinese. He's talking to everybody. Listen. He's saying, believe in me. I'll let me abide in you. Jesus says, I am the light. John was the lamp, but I'm the light. Jesus used the past tense because by this time, John's works had been ended either by imprisonment or by death. Listen, John was on fire. But the love of God is evidence in Christ. And God loves us. Romans 5.8 says that. He says God loves us that we should love Him. It says that. Jesus came in the Father's name revealing God to the people but they rejected him and ironically if some if someone had come in his own name given his own ideas they probably listen to this in harmony with his people's ideas the people would have received him but they didn't they didn't want to believe him they didn't receive him Jesus is saying to you receive me receive me today take my holy spirit take my holy spirit I have come in my Father's name and you do not receive me. 
And if another comes in his own name, you will receive him. I mean, he says, it says, it says that, and if another comes in his name, in his own name, you will receive. Verse 44, how can you believe who receives honor from another, from one another? And do not seek the honor that comes from the only God. Do, do not think that I shall accuse you to the Father. Wow. Jesus is letting it loose. He's revealing that He's the Father, Son, and the Holy Spirit. There's one who accuses you. It says here, Moses, in whom you trusted. He's saying Moses couldn't do it. For if you believe Moses, you would believe me. For he wrote about me. Bible says that. Moses wrote about Christ and the promise and his promises to the patriarchs. Listen, in the history of the deliverance from Egypt and the symbolic institutions of the law and the pre, uh, and the uh, and the prediction of the prophet like himself. Look at Luke twenty four. Jesus is the Messiah, and he's in love with you. I want you to know that. For he wrote about me, he said. But if you do not believe his writings, how will you believe my words? Jesus was talking about this, the works of the Holy Spirit. John 15 sums it up. He says, But now I go away to him who sent me. And none of you ask me, where are you going? Church, listen to this. It's important. We're going to get into the meat of the Bible. Something that a lot of pastors and believers, they don't know how to teach you or they won't teach you. They want to rub your ear with something else because it feels good. I'm going to give it to you. We're going to, we're going to take care of this right now. God's going to take care of this. Listen. But now I go away to him who sent me. And none of you ask me. Jesus, what Jesus says, where are you going? But because I have said these things to you, sorrow has filled your heart. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is to your advantage that I, go, that I go away. For if I do not go away, the Helper will not come to you. But if I depart, I will send him to you, the Holy Spirit. And, when, and this is what it says in verse 8. And when he has come, he will convict the world of sin. Wow, and of righteousness and of judgment, of sin because they do not believe in me, of righteousness because I go to my fathers and you see me no more, of judgment because of the ruler of this world is judged, which is the devil. The ruler of the world is the devil and he's coming to condemn you. Jesus will convict you because he loves you. The Holy Spirit is demonstrating the truth of Christ beyond the beyond the fear of contradiction. The Holy Spirit convicts unbelievers through believers who witness about Christ. Believers are the mouthpiece of God's voice and the content of the witness of this that the Spirit reinforces, listen to this, includes the truth about sins, righteousness, and judgment. Jesus wants to use you. You are the mouthpiece. Jesus is saying, listen, can I use you? I don't want to abuse you. Can I use you? And that's what he's saying. But make no mistake about it. We got to be disciples. And it's tough. How can we do this? We're not alone. The Romans hated them. Because they 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 they, they were they you know they were the Romans they hated believers. The Jewish leaders they they were lost. 
Jesus wants to use you. But see, they never asked Jesus, where are you going? He said, listen, but, I, 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 but now I'm going away. He's going to go die for him. And this brings tears to my eyes because he's going to prepare a place for these non-believers who he, he, he loves. Wow. You may be thinking, how can I hate, how can I love these people when they hate me? How can this sorrow that I have turn into joy? How? Because the resurrection is coming. Because righteousness, after Christ's departure, the Holy Spirit would convict the world of the nature of righteousness and the need for righteousness. And Jesus' work on the cross was completely righteous. This is is demonstrated by the Father's emptying of the tomb, signifying His satisfaction with the righteous payment and his acceptance of Christ into his presence. Satan wants to rob you because he's the ruler of this world. And he rules in the hearts of the unregenerate people. And he blinds their minds. Satan was judged at the cross. Listen, and the Holy Spirit convinced people that they can be set free. Listen to me. Jesus wants to set you free. Jesus wants to feed you. He wants to grow you. Jesus Christ loves you. He knows your struggle. He knows your pain. He knows what you're going through. He knows the miles you're driving in your truck. He knows the husband that doesn't believe. He knows the pain that you're going through. He knows no sin. But he took our sins. Wow. He took our sins. And he said, I'll do it. Are you hurting? I will take them. You may ask yourself, where am I going to go if I die? Jesus says, you will live forever. I used to work at a hospital years ago. And the guy was dying. He said, I don't know what to do. I'm dying. I'm hopeless. I have nothing. Will you pray with me? I said, sir, I will do more than pray with you. I will give you Jesus Christ. I will give you salvation. He said, how can you give me salvation? I said, because the Spirit is the truth. And the Holy Spirit, if you believe in Jesus, He will live in you. And He will raise you. And you will live forever. And He took my hand and said, I'm thirsty. I want it. And we prayed that sinner's prayer, Lord Jesus, come into me. And the words were fulfilled. And just like the apostles preaching the gospel, the truth of Jesus, it was fulfilled. Jesus wants to fulfill his plan in your life. Listen to me, please. Jesus Christ has overcome the world. And you may think, how do I do it? Jesus says, I will give you these things to do it. I will help you. I will show you. I have authority. I have the keys to Hades and I have the keys to heaven. Which one do you want? Jesus said, you're either for me or you're against me. And Jesus said, he spoke these words. 
He lifted up his eyes. Listen to this in verse 17, John chapter 17. Jesus said, he, sp- he spoke these words. He prayed. He was praying for himself. And Jesus spoke these words, lifted up his eyes to heaven and said, Father, the hour has come. Glorify your son. That your son also may glorify you. As you have given him authority over all flesh, that he shall give eternal life to as many as you have given him. And this is the eternal life that they may know you, the only true God and Jesus Christ, whom you have sent. I have glorified you on the earth. I have finished the work which you have given me to do. And now, O Father, glorify me together with yourself, with the glory which I had with you before the word was. Wow. In the name of Jesus, Father, we thank you for these words. Lord, you just declared... You, you gave us eternal salvation that you have glorified yourself. You have made known, Father, to the world. And you looked to your Father and he gave you the glory. Father, we give you the glory because we are not worthy, but we can live. Your righteousness can live in us, Father. We can live in you, Father. We can live in you father you can live in us we father love you jesus and we father pray right now for anybody that doesn't know you in jesus name amen and thank you guys thank you guys man i'm so sorry i i went over maybe a little bit but god bless you guys and thank you for growing in his word growing in his word is made for podcast listeners like you and for believers and non-believers or whoever wants to have it it's free for you because jesus said he who sets his son is free indeed and you know what god loves you guys and thank you for listening we're going to talk about feeding the five thousand next week and i'm excited man it's not going to be five thousand it's going to actually be more and i'll show you why god bless you guys